0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Alman with the Department of Communication. And I'm Deputy Chief Co-host Hunter Mitchell. Today, we'll be covering all our bases as we discuss Quality Month
1: 2021 and how it supports the Build Our Base initiative recently launched by Dr. David Miller.
0: Now, before we get into that, be sure you've got your bases covered by checking out any previous episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. Each show can also be found as part of the Headlines Week in Review and on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel. All right, with that, let's bring in
1: two veterans of the WRAP, Katie Gribb and Kevin DeHorty, two members of the Michigan Medicine Quality Month Committee.
0: Katie and Kevin, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having us. Now, Kevin, let's start with you. For those who might not know, can you provide us with a little history of Quality Month and why we celebrate it each year?
2: Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, October is designated as quality month by the National Association for Healthcare Quality. Um, And so for the past uh, 20 plus years, uh, we've been formally recognizing all the great improvement work
1: happening really year round all across Michigan medicine. Nice. Now, I know every year quality month connects to a theme. Can we look forward to a theme this year, Kevin? Uh,
2: Yeah, absolutely. So this year's theme is building high reliability into our daily operations. So a couple of years ago, we made a very intentional commitment uh, to eliminate all preventable harm, both to our employees and patients. Um, We've certainly made a a ton of positive strides in that direction. Um, And uh, we know building high reliability concepts and skills into our daily work is really the only way for us to achieve this. So um, we'll have 16 unique sessions spanning the month of October, all connected to that theme. Uh, You just mentioned Dr. Miller, um president of UMH. Uh, he'll kick things off on October 6th and hand things over to our keynote speaker, Dr. Brian Sexton. So Brian is the director of the Duke Center for Healthcare Safety and Quality. And his keynote is titled Bite-sized well-being during times of uncertainty. And uh, we honestly can't think of a more important topic to feature, um, given everything our teams have gone through and continue to go through the last couple of years. Um, And we know we can't keep our employees and patients safe if we're not taking care of each other's well-being first. Um, So an added bonus is that we'll be offering um, continuing medical education credits um, and CEU continuing education credits
0: uh, for this particular session. So that's just a, a little added bonus there. Now, I know one of the highlights of Quality Month every year are the poster sessions. Uh, Katie, can you tell us a little bit about the poster submissions this year and how can people see the great work that's being performed right now at Michigan Medicine?
3: Yeah, I'd love to. So we actually have 89 accepted improvement posters this year and 21 of those 89 uh, teams will actually be presenting their work throughout the month at four poster sharing sessions across October, so you'll be able to see quite um, a few of them throughout the month actually presenting, but you will be able to find all of the posters on the Quality Month website soon, which we will provide as a resource at the end of the podcast, and most posters are also going to include an embedded audio file, so you can actually hear the team tell um, their story in under five minutes to you as well if you miss any of the poster sharing sessions. Um, Yeah, so some of our posters I just wanted to highlight that, as you mentioned, uh, are helping to build our base by connecting to our key base plus S strategic priorities. So we actually have an infographic that highlights information around how many posters connected to each of the different priorities and also how many are building high reliability, as Kevin mentioned, into their daily operations. So as you've seen in headlines, One, uh, actually multiple of our posters connected to safety and quality strategic priority, so the S in base, and um, as seen in headlines and on digital signs, The organization has really focused on spotting sepsis and stopping sepsis early. And so in response, the percent of adult inpatient septic patients with a sepsis alert actually increased from 0% to 80%, paving the way to reduce our mortality rates. Um, Additionally, a team aimed to identify and improve any gaps in pharmacy preparation, for the first dose antibiotic treatment of sepsis. And based on that data from that team, the turnaround time actually uh, has been improved for that first dose. So there's a lot of um, really great work around safety and quality, that's just one example. And then around experience, the E and base, a Michigan medicine team had the goal of providing the appropriate level of, immediate neonatal care in infants with prenatal diagnosed congenital heart disease, or CHD, And they did this by using standard verbiage and clinical care coordination notes. So this was really designed to improve both um, this family-centered care for parents and their family members as well. So that project has increased parental bonding prior to admission and improved the patient experience for those managing CHD in their children. Um, And on the other side of those experience goals under that E and BASE, a team in the PICU actually demonstrated improving employee wellness by keeping wellness and evidence-based tools in their daily conversations and rounding to identify and cope with stress. So they were working to improve resiliency both at work and at home, and therefore that led to improved patient outcomes along the way as well. So just a couple of cool examples of how our teams are connecting to BASE.
2: Yeah, I'll just reinforce that the PICU is really, really leading the way in that space of of having well-being be just a part of a normal conversation between, between their members, Um, connects really well to our keynote um, and also um, really is, is laid the foundation for what we can, we can do across the health system in a more intentional way. Um, And as Katie said, every, you know, we were able to connect every poster to one of our base um, and you know, base plus S really uh, priorities, which is just
1: fantastic. Wow, yeah, that's terrific. Um, so the last couple of years, Quality Month has taken on a more conference-like feel. Um, can you tell us what people can expect this year along those lines?
2: Yeah, um, thank you for noticing that. Yeah, so in addition to our keynote, um, the third week of October, so the 19th, 20th and 21st, um, has been designated as a focused learning days. Um, so we're gonna feature three learning tracks Um, All connected to high reliability, Um, so the first is connecting the dots between high reliability and other key strategic priorities, so we know those go hand in hand you can't really have one without the other. Um, The second is HRO sustainment so that's the closest connection to our theme of building this into our daily operations. Um, And then the third is just continuing to build our HRO skill set so we'll have three very intentional sessions on building our uh, high reliability skills. Um, and all three of those will actually also offer the CME and CEU credits. Um, So we'll hear from Chief Medical Officer, Jeff Desmond, Associate Chief Clinical Officer of Quality for Children and Women's, Katie Bates, uh, former Associate VP for Medical Affairs, Jack Billy, uh, Pathology's current Vice Chair for Clinical Affairs and Quality, Jeff Myers, um, and the Director of Patient Safety, Nicole Templeton, and many other dynamic
0: speakers with really engaging topics. So how will Quality Month wrap up this year?
3: Yeah, so Quality Month um, is gonna wrap up on October 27th, and that will actually feature our five exemplar poster teams, and it will include the announcement of this year's Jack Billy Award for Inspiring Quality Improvement. This year's honoree will receive $1,200 actually to invest in their own team's improvement efforts, which is super exciting.
1: Um, So finally, how can listeners keep up to date or explore all the awesome things going on during Quality Month?
3: Yeah, so we really want to suggest that you register on our Canvas Quality Month site to stay up to date on the latest and greatest around Quality Month 2021. We're going to provide that resource for you at the end of the podcast. Really, some of the perks of being on that Canvas site and registering include being able to learn more about all the various sessions. You can download all the calendar invites and get those saved so that you can remember. Um, You can receive weekly updates. You can have access to both the slides and other resources and content throughout the month. Um, You can interact with and learn from other Quality Month participants. You can access the session recordings um, after the month is over. So there's just really a lot of um, great things you can do by being on that Canvas site and get all of the content um, in real time. And as I mentioned before, you can also visit our Quality Month website to get a wealth of additional information as well. So we hope that we will see everyone at Quality Month in some capacity this year.
0: Well, thank you so much to both of you for sharing this information. I know a lot of people look forward to Quality Month every year as a way to really celebrate the awesome work going on here at Michigan Medicine. Now, if you wanna learn more about Quality Month, you can go to some of the resources that Katie mentioned. You can also go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. Now, Katie, you've been on The Wrap before, but you've never taken part in the lightning round when we ask our guests four quick fire questions. So are you ready?
3: Uh, I think so.
1: (laughs) All right, perfect. So I have your first question. Okay. What's one job that you've always dreamt of having?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I have always dreamt of just sort of being like uh, a baker or something like that. I really love cooking and baking, and it just kind of relaxes me, um, and I enjoy it. So I think that would be a really cool, cool job.
0: All right, if you had to watch one movie every day for the next year, what would it be?
3: Oh, my gosh, that's really hard. Um... One movie, you know, I really like uh, the Italian job. Um, mm. I think that I like you know, suspense, a little bit of action, so that one has all those elements in it for me.
1: <laughs> nice. So, last Thursday was International Podcast Day. Are there any podcasts besides obviously the rap that you're a big fan of?
3: Yeah, well, obviously the rap, as you said, <laughs> but um, let's see, I do. We, my husband, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, we both, um really like this podcast called this is love um it tells little short like 30 minute stories just about um cool stories around the world about connecting to love and just having um you know either someone something that you just really enjoy and they're they're really cool interesting stories and they change all the time it's fun to listen to
0: awesome all right now speaking of around the world uh and think about this in non-covid times if you were to fly overseas for a week-long vacation where would you go and why
3: oh this is good because we have been i've been really really wanting to go on like an international trip i've never been um outside of the country other than canada and mexico (laughs) so i would really really love to go to europe and in particular Um, like Greece and Italy, like kind of do a half and half trip. I'm really interested in seeing both of those places. So I would love to go there.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks Katie for taking part and for sharing all the important information you did on the quality month. Once again, if you want to learn more
0: about quality month, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. All right. Now be sure to stay tuned to headlines the rest of this week as the employee newsletter features Erica Raymond, the director of patient food and nutrition services. And there's an in-depth look at the department of family medicine in honor of primary care week find all that and more at mmheadlines.org all right Hunter. now i know just about a week ago you and your lovely wife took a long-awaited trip to beaver island at the recommendation of a former rap guest so i want to know how the trip was and has it become one of your favorite destinations in michigan
1: yeah no the trip was great um so we kind of went we went you know about the end of september like you said last week and it was kind of in between like like the leaves weren't quite changing yet and the water was a little bit chilly. So we're gonna have to go back. We're gonna have to go back and give it another shot. But no, we had a really good time. And I think, I mean, still one of my favorite places to go in Michigan is Traverse City. You know, it's winter, summer, it's, you got little shops to go to, beautiful things happening there. But I still, I've never been to the UP, so I, I don't have a full picture of Michigan. What, what about you?
0: So yeah, so I just went to the UP for the first time earlier this summer and we went up to Taquamonet Falls and it was amazing. Um, And so that's already vaulted to to one of my favorite places to go in the state of Michigan. Um, it, It one of the coolest things about it was how close you can get to the falls, especially the lower falls. There's a perfectly wheelchair accessible boardwalk that basically takes you like right up over the water and you can like feel the mist coming off the water and um, and things like that. And actually, you know, if um, for for those who are able bodied can actually walk into the water. It's actually amazing. Um, So that was one of my favorite places. And you can't go wrong with going to Frankenmuth and getting a chicken dinner up there. So those are probably my my two favorite places in Michigan. That's fascinating. Well, that's on my list for next summer, I guess. There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, it's time for the weekly trivia contest.
1: Last week, we asked listeners, How did John Carruthers make history at Michigan Medicine in 2009? The answer is that he became the first African-American chair of a medical school department for about the fifth time this year. Congratulations to Brian Wu, who sent in the correct answer.
0: Now for this week's question, here's Dan. Hi, this week's question is, how many posters were accepted for Quality Month 2021? Once again, how many posters were accepted for Quality Month 2021? You can find the answer by rewinding this episode or by checking out this week's headline story. Once you know it, send it to headlines at for the chance to win a prize.
1: Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Kevin and Katie, thank you so much for being here. And thanks as always to our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other.
0: We'll see you next week.